I'm Jordy. And I'm Juliet. And this is Diaper Baggage, a podcast that shows you how to get rid of the mom guilt. On this week's episode, Juliet shares her favorite new sweet treat. Plus, we discuss the importance of saying no. So hi, we haven't seen each other in a little while. I know, we had a busy few weeks. Yeah, you were in Wyoming. I was. How was that? Beautiful. Yeah. I've never been never before. Been, I don't think I've ever been to Wyoming. It is very empty. <laughs> but in a good way, right? In a good way. It's super beautiful, but we drove from Denver, and it was about three and a half, four hours. Oh, and, wow. Um, there's just long stretches of the road where there's nothing. <laughs> and then you see some cows. All right. And I learned about this thing called snow fences, which... Hmm. I won't bore you with, but they, they basically just help keep snow off the road, but it's oh. a very Wyoming thing. Cool. Um, and yeah, and then we had a nice adults-only trip to a ranch called McGee Homestead. Hmm. Highly recommend it. I'm hoping to have an adults-only getaway for our anniversary in a couple weeks oh. at the point in at oh. Lake Saranac, which you have been to. Yeah. The last time we really had an adults getaway was for a wedding so it wasn't even it's different it's different I mean it was nice to obviously we talked about it on a previous episode about being away from the kid mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> said child for a little while uh, but you know there was planned activities it was centered around other friends and a couple it's which was all, which relaxing, was all fun but it yeah. was you know it was still I don't know I'm looking forward to hopefully having some time away just relaxing the two of us and fall's my favorite season I know you like warmer months but like being up in like upstate New York and it's a beautiful drive in October around our anniversary it's just I'm I'm really really hoping it pans out there's also on your drive back to the city Mm -hmm. a pie place I I will get the name for you Mm -hmm. we can talk about it next episode that you have to stop at it's like the best pies I've ever tried what kind of pie all different types cream custardy types and fruit pies all right. I'm down with pie. Good. I'm down with pie. I could do that. <laughs> um, and what else have you guys, you've been up to? <sighs> just. It feels like, I can't even like wrap my head around what's happened in the last couple of weeks to be completely I honest. Know. I feel like it's just been nutty. We've been really busy. Avi started her second year of preschool. Oh, right. And on our last episode, we talked all yeah. about applying to preschool. So I'm sort of in the thick of doing that. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but yeah, year two, four days a week instead of three an extra hour a day, so she's there for four hours a day. So it's great for me because it gives me a little more time mm-hmm. to write when she's there. Um, she has school. I mean, sorry, she has lunch. Um, so that's different. So I'm having... Oh, that's pr- interesting. Yeah. So do you have to like prepare lunch or do they give them lunch? No, we have to prep lunch for them. And I've, they can either put it in the fridge or it can be room temp, so it's got to be stuff um, that's sort of, you know... Like mac and cheese isn't the best because they won't heat anything. Yeah. So it's been a lot of finger foods. Hmm. Um, I'm actually finding a lot of joy, and I got her like a little metal bento box from yeah. this company. I think it's called Planet Box. Um, so when it looks really organized and pretty, I am taking a lot of joy in that. I think I saw you post a photo recently. You should post it on the diaper package oh, I account. I will. Because it actually was really beautiful. But they say, the way your plate looks, like it's it's just as much of like a visual, uh, like you use all your senses when you eat. Mm-hmm. So having a very visually pleasing setup, I think so, would probably make the experience more enjoyable I'll, for her. I'll, it certainly does for me. I agree. I'll I'll post the photo for sure, but um, but it's just been different remembering to keep all that sort of food stocked, yeah. um, like lots of little different types of fruits and 
you know, cucumbers and peppers and stuff like that that are easy to keep in a box like that? Well, the thing is, I don't know at three and a half. I mean, I'm only dealing with a 15-month-old, but, you know, on certain days, he likes certain things. Right. Like, one day, he'll just eat exclusively, like, blueberries, and then I'm like, great, he's in a blueberry kick, and I'll give it to him the next day, and he won't want want nothing to do with blueberries. It's frustrating. So you have to kind of keep a variety of food on hand because, you know, if he's not into blueberries that day and all I have are blueberries right. to give well, him, like, and kind you of know, screwed. Exactly. And I have been trying to figure out, you know, because she's got her fruits and her veggies, but there's got to be sort of one main dish yes, right, in right, there. Right. Um, and so I've been toying around with a few different things, and every morning she's like, well, I just want sushi. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my wow, God. Wow, sophisticated so, I know, right? So, um... So at first I was like, okay, well, I should I should make her sushi. That's what I should do. And then like an hour later, I was like, that's in- insane. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make sushi rice and roll her rolls. Like, who has time for that? And so um, our local grocery store has, you know, like pre-made. I've been doing, yeah. she really does like raw fish sushi. But I'm like, you know what? Just to be on the safe side here, I've just been getting her veggie rolls or avocado rolls. And hmm. she seems to be down for that. So. I remember when... Wilder is maybe six at a six month appointment, and our doctor, our pediatrician, was talking about giving him his first foods, and she was like listing some foods, and one of like her top three was sashimi. I'm like, huh? Hmm. Um. I think maybe I'll just stick with some avocado at yeah. first. But she was like, oh, my kids love sashimi when they first started eating. I'm like, great. I don't have a doctor's salary. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be giving my kids sashimi. Like, what a New York answer. What a New York answer. <laughs> right. Just some. Yeah, just some sashimi. No big from Blue Ribbon. You know, just no like big. an uni flight. Yeah, <laughs> just a casual. You know. Could you imagine? We def- we started with avocado. That was the first food. But I was just like, good choice. Okay. <laughs> hashtag not an ad. So last week we skipped our hashtag not an ad segment, but I think we have two really fun ones this week. So we're going to do an extra long one to Ooh. make up for it. <laughs> um, Juliet. Since I teased it, what is your sweet treat that you need to tell everyone about? I'm really excited about this. So Jordy and I actually just discovered like an hour ago that we both share a deep mm-hmm. undying love for astronaut ice cream, which is a very polarizing treat. Yes. Uh, Mike hates it. Um, I think it's delicious. There's just something about the chalky texture uh, and the creaminess. It kind of just like dissolves in a way. It's magical. It's so good. And so I was at it here in New York for the next month or so. There's a really cool uh, pop-up called Pop-Up Grocery or Pop-Up Grocer. And they basically are compiling a lot of those products you end up seeing on Instagram, like the low-carb keto cereals that you generally have to buy six to a box or, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, so it's a good way to try products that maybe you've seen online but haven't mm-hmm. wanted to shell like $60 out for because you don't know if you like them or not. In- can I just say a side note? Instagram, if I just had like unlimited money, I'd probably buy every ad that was fed to me. They, they do such a good job. They, do they get that. me. They know, they, know, they know their audience. Seriously, that algorithm is so precise. I'd actually be curious to see how different yours is than mine because yeah. I feel like we have very similar interests. Yeah. <laughs> Except like maybe I get more cat stuff and you get more dog stuff. Or, yeah. That sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, it's really tailored to me. I, every once in a while, I'll just post on my Instagram, like, shit I bought on Instagram this week, because it'll be like, oh, this Brazilian lotion, or like some yeah. new organic deodorant, or whatever it is. But anyway. So the store. Sorry. So I was very excited about checking this place out, because I do buy a lot of stuff off of Instagram. Um, and 
uh, so I bought like so many rando things. I did end up buying that keto cereal. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't very good. I don't Aww. recommend it. You can't like, taste it there? No, because it's like a grocery store basically. So they have some stuff set up where you can sample it. So you would it. think that they would let you sample some of I this know. stuff. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, it's like this is the sort of place that has like every brand of oat milk ice cream you could ever desire. Okay, so um, so I bought a bunch of things, and one of the things that I had not seen before that I was super excited about was organic astronaut ice cream. Because the whole deal with this place is that it's like very plant based, or uh, it's not everything is vegan, but it's organic and you know locally sourced. Astronauts have organic products too. Um, so the company is called. Um, Cosmic, C-O-S-M-I-K. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've got like four different flavors. They've got mint chocolate chip and strawberry cookies and cream, which is what I tried, and um, Mexican chocolate chip. Oh, and a seasonal flavor of spiced eggnog. Um, so I just bought, while I was there, one of the cookies and cream, which is my favorite ice cream flavor, astronaut or not. Um, and it was really? so that's good. Really? That's your favorite? Cookies and cream? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I love Oreos. Huh. Love. See, I learned something new about you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was delicious. And so then I immediately went on the website and I ordered 36. <laughs> Let's just make this clear. Three, six, 36. Well, because they came in like packs of a dozen and then I wanted a few different flavors. Do you have room in your freezer right now? Well, you don't have to put them in your freezer, right? Oh, that's right. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> Does in Mike cupboard? Have they, have they come yet? No, Mike's going to be so mad because <laughs> I do stuff like this all the time where like I order 12 boxes of like some weird like cauliflower based pasta because <laughs> the plate, well, speaking of that, like the, the cauliflower spot that I got my pasta from stopped making the pasta. So I ordered 24 boxes. Because I don't know when I'm going to be able to find it's something. Like when they that like I run like. out of your favorite nail polish, yeah. color, they stop making it. I get it. So, um, so they haven't arrived yet. I just ordered them yesterday. But well, I'll bring what, you some in. I was going to say, when they arrive, can I? Yeah. I need to do a taste test because I too right. have very fond memories of eating astronaut ice cream. It was specifically the ice cream sandwiches, the Neapolitan one. Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what they kind of had at like kids museums. Right. So I'm excited to elevate my astronaut ice cream I'm eating experience. I'm excited for you. We'll do a live tasting it'll be a little asmr yeah yeah (laughs) i got mint chip don't bring that one okay uh mexican chocolate and cookies and cream okay i'll do the cookies and cream okay great because i'm more of a stay tuned everyone yes we will give you (laughs) an update on cosmic ice cream yeah cosmic cosmic yeah okay okay so you also have a fun product yeah this i'm so excited that i came across this um I was researching for a story and I just found out about this company. It's called My Stylish French Box. And basically it's like a typical subscription service box thing Mm -hmm. that's out there. But this one is a selection of six to eight French products curated um, from across the country. And they're all brands that are only sold in France. So you can't get them in the U.S. So it's basically curated by this woman that I hadn't heard of before, but her name is Sharon Santoni. um, And she's lived in France for most of her life. And she runs a blog called My French Country Home. And she seems to be some sort of lifestyle expert in France. And she's the one who created this company. And basically every quarter you get a box and it's a surprise. And it's filled with things like you know, a home product like a candle or uh, a cushion cover, 
there's usually like some sort of cooking element to it. They always include an antique, which I think is really fun. That's so cool. And um, an original artwork, fragrances, and then, you know, a bunch of other kind of curate, you know, a bunch of other curated products that are all um, French and they're really, really beautiful. And they also do specialty boxes. So you can sign up for your quarterly subscription or you can do a gift box. They have one that's like an heirloom wedding box. Um, it includes things like uh, a linen travel bag that's embroidered with the, with the bride's initials. Oh, so and sweet. you get two antiques and champagne flutes, jewelry. <gasps> so they do a really good job. I got, for my first box, uh, the August box. And... It was just like reminded you of being in France in the summertime. There was some olive oil. There was a lavender. I don't even know what you would call it, but what do you call it? Like not potpourri, but it's like a sachet. Like a sachet, exactly. A sachet. So I put it in, in my closet. There was these really beautiful notebooks, just to just empty notebooks. There was, I think I got a cushion, the, like a woven cushion cover, and. I don't know. It was just like, a, I love, I well, like. it's fun that it's a surprise. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm a like, huge Francophile. I love all things France Same. and Paris. One thing I have to point out from the box that I got was solid perfume, which I'd never tried before. Oh, I love solid perfume. It is life-changing. Mm-hmm. It, was, it smells, well, I'm sure scents vary, but this scent was so beautiful. And it's like, you can just pop it into your purse. It's really tiny and like dab it, dab mm-hmm. it on and it's not a liquid. So. I want to smell it. Mind blown. I will find it for <laughs> you. Yeah, it's beautiful. So anyway, my stylish French box, really cool. Great for a gift or great for if you want one yourself. I love it. Yeah. I will look into it. Yeah, hashtag not none. So today's topic is something that we were discussing earlier today when we were having a lovely lunch mm-hmm. at a place called Queen's Yard. Mm-hmm. At Hudson Yards. At Hudson Yards. Um, which is that I think both of us are people pleasers, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it can be difficult to say no. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying to Jordy is I feel like after becoming a mom, I have less guilt mm. about saying no. However, I think just being a woman and being a, a mom, you know, a mom, like I still do feel guilty about not being able to say yes to everything. So that's sort of our topic for yeah. today is like how to get over the guilt of saying no, because it is important to say it's no. It's very important to say no. And I think also, since we're both freelancers, it's also really hard to say no because, you know, if you work, if you have a, a regular full time job, you know you have a certain set salary coming in. Mm-hmm. You could maybe, if you're not feeling it one day, I don't know, just phone it in. Phone it in. Yeah, exactly. Phone it in. But with freelancing, you only make as much as you work. So I can't speak for you, but I can, you know, for me, it's hard to turn down projects totally. because I don't know what this might be my last project. It's irrational, mm-hmm. but I'll be like, oh, well, I guess I can take on that $75 story, even though it's right. going to take up. A ton of time that I probably could have been doing something else. But what if I don't get that $75 and I need it, you know? Yeah. Especially with a kid, you know, you're worried about paying more bills. Right. So I'm also coming from from that mentality. I think as, as women and as mothers, there's sort of like an unspoken expectation that you're supposed to take it on. And there's this idea of having it all and doing it all. Mm-hmm. And that a pressure that I don't feel like men 
get as much. Yes. And it's hard because part of you is like, well, I want to seem like I'm that mom that's like killing it at work and rocking yeah. the outfit. <laughs> and my, my kid is super smart and well adjusted and, right. and fabulous. And like my apartment is clean and I sure I can go out with friends, even though I'm exhausted and my baby didn't sleep last night. And you try to, to be all of those things and it can be, it, it is exhausting. And I find for me, yes, yeah, since having a kid, it's much easier, even a very basic using him as an excuse. Yeah. It's like, sorry, true. I cannot come out tonight. Got to do bedtime. My husband's out or whatever. I can use the baby as an yeah. excuse a lot. And so that's made it a lot easier, but I do have to remind myself often to not take on as much mm-hmm. because I kind of go through periods. I don't know if you do where it's sort of like a pendulum, like where I will take on a whole bunch of stuff, be like, I'm going to go out with friends and I'm going to plan date night mm-hmm. and I'm going to do take Wilder, do a new class and I'm going to cook dinner this week. <laughs> and then I'm exhausted and get sick. Yeah. And then I'll take some downtime and be like, okay, I'm not going to take on as many stories this week. And I get that anxiety and that guilt right. of being like, oh, I should, be, should, do- be, doing I should be doing more sets in. So it is, it's a good conversation to have to remind, to remind mothers and women to just, yeah, to say, to say no. I think I was, I forget where I saw it, but a mother described the analogy of think of yourself as a glass of water. And every time you are doing something for someone else or exerting any sort of, energy you're just like you're pouring that glass of water out a little bit and if you don't take the time to fill it up or stop the pouring out of that water it's going to be empty and you're going to be running on fumes Mm -hmm. and that doesn't make you a happy healthy mother or a happier happy and healthy person absolutely and And I think refilling that glass could just be as simple as saying no to a night out right you know taking time you don't have to be doing something educational or you don't have to be going to the spa or anything right. like it that just, it could which be, is although we do which is great it. yeah um it's <laughs> just staying home and watching some netflix or mm-hmm. you know mike is going out of town so we've been traveling a lot the last few weeks like i think between me and mike and avi in like this eight week span there's one week when we haven't been traveling wow. So it's a lot, and um, he's he's going out of town next weekend, and um, Avi and I are here, and I was like, oh, well, maybe maybe we should go home to D.C., or maybe we should, da, da, da. and I'm like, you know what, maybe we should just not do, do a lot any, of anything, it, yeah. and just stay at home in New York, and mm-hmm. <laughs> take it easy, because I'm tired, I'm tired of getting on a plane, I'm tired of, of just thinking of all the different things we need to do. And yeah, so originally I was like, oh, I should plan a bunch of play dates because we're actually here this weekend. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do any of that. Yeah. I'm just not. And I don't think you should ever feel guilty about doing that. Like you don't need to curate every moment of your child's life Mm -hmm. or your own life. And I know Instagram can be dangerous with that because you see what everybody else is doing. But sometimes I think you just need to sit and stare at a wall. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. I think there's, there's so it's sensory overload more often than not. I'm especially living in New York city. Mm-hmm. And I was recently in uh, Pennsylvania where my in-laws live and everyone was out of the house and Wilder had gone down for a nap and I sat there and it was so quiet. Cause here it's like, there's I, always, we, stuff. There's always yeah. stuff. I can hear it right now while we're recording. I can hear them sawing outside. I'm yeah. sure a sign room will pass in a second, but it was so quiet 
And I got uncomfortable for a second (laughs) because it's just like, oh, I can just be. And my mind immediately went to, how can I fill this time? What can I do? And I had to stop myself and say, I'm just, I'm just going to do nothing right now. Mm-hmm. The work, I can get to the work in a little bit. Wilder's sleeping. He's okay. Everyone is like where they need to be. And I don't have to do something. I can just be. And I feel like so often for me, I, I, don't, I don't do that. Same. And I think it's very important because how else are you going to sort of be in touch with yourself? Right. If you don't have these moments where you are just alone and not doing anything and really just being comfortable being in your own skin. I mean, I know, I don't know if you're the same way, I've, I've never really done formal meditation. Mm-hmm. But even when I'm in a yoga class where it's like a really slow one, where there's mm-hmm. time at the beginning and the end, where they basically tell you to meditate, it's, I find myself getting so anxious during those mm-hmm. periods because all that's going on in my head is the list of everything that I need to accomplish and why am I even here? I should be doing something else yeah. instead. And that I think is a direct result of just how frenetic our lives are right now. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that can't be changed. Right. And of course there's going to be the outlier where you're going to have to stay late or work late. I, I was up at, you know, six thirty this morning working because I had to get it all done this, you know, in, Ugh, in time. Yeah. And there's going to be those days and that's okay. But if you know that you're balancing it with enough no's and saying no, to certain, and it could be meeting up with a friend, it could be a work-related, it could be relationship-related, it could be family-related, anything, chore-related, just making sure you are saying no. It's a good reminder, and I'm glad that we had this conversation, mm-hmm. because we weren't even sure what topic we were going to talk about until we naturally had the conversation about saying no, because we had both met up at lunch and been so crazy from the morning before it was too much. We were both kind of at that point where we needed to be saying no to things. Mm -hmm. So it was a good reminder for us. And it's a good reminder for other moms and women just to, it's okay to say no. Amen. Don't feel guilty. That's it for now. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you on the next episode of Diaper Baggage.